streaming. Streaming. Hey, get on your phone and uh, look at the thumbnail. the thumbnail. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm surprised it hasn't alerted me yet. Canva is so awesome. Canva's awesome. <sighs> oh, there it is. Check Except it. I can't see the thumbnail. I can't wait to show. Oh, Sterling <clears throat> Cooper put out a new video. Apparently, you can make your PP bigger. Oh! <laughs> Just wider. That's it. <laughs> Have you tried the flat iron method? <laughs> <laughs> Vote for me. The canvas awesome. Yeah, it is. And uh, I got thirty. I got thirty days of freedom. Well, it's a free platform. Isn't it? Yeah, but I uh, I did the thirty day trial of the uh, um, professional or whatever it is pro. Pro. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by Stevie Wicks. More on them later. Um, so the format for tonight. I had a plan, and that plan went to shit. But I think it'll end up being okay, and even better. So, the name of the game tonight is we're going to go pretty in-depth, and I think this will turn into a bit of a debate, which is pretty rare on this show. Um, But we're going to grade Trump on five different aspects of his presidency, and then kind of give a final overall grade at the end. You know what I have in common... With Trump? What's that? My love for McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I rewatched The Founder over the weekend. Uh, dude, I literally just watched it last week. It's it was a such great, a good movie. It's a good movie. I've been trying to tell my wife to watch it, and she's just like, <laughs> no, but it seems kind of boring. I'm like, it's not boring. It's a damn good movie. Here's the funniest thing about The Founder. So this is because some of you people don't believe me when I talk about McDonald's because <laughs> I don't know, I fucking work there. But. At least when I was there, in the break room, they have this computer down there, and you can, they have a couple different things you can do that are McDonald's related, one of which is that it's an actual game where you learn how to, you learn the ingredients to the sandwiches. It's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty cool. It's a game? Yeah, it's a game, like a point-click game. But the other thing they have is they have, like, instructional videos, but one of the videos is a history of the company. So it's like a little McDonald's documentary. It's like 20 minutes. But you did that when you were... I did it when I was on break all the time. Because so, it was very well produced. And I, I bet, what was it Was it accurate? Yes. Well, I mean, so... I mean, they didn't sugarcoat the fact that he ended up... They, they made it a little bit less animosity because obviously Ray... But Ray Kroc bought the McDonald brothers out. It's not like he stole it. Yeah, like the movie made it seem like he kind of stole it, but like, I mean, e- even then in the movie, I'm sorry, that that was a dumb thing. He really didn't steal it, and he didn't even really look like he stole it in the movie, but the brothers felt like he stole it out from him. Well, yes and no. Um, but it's funny because actually that outlines kind of a problem. Not really a problem, but you know, Ray Kroc is made out to be the bad guy, but the fact of the matter is, if the brothers had been game for his expansion plans, they would have still been involved with the company, I guarantee you. And they would have made so much money. I mean, they made money, don't get me wrong. No, well, I mean, yeah, they made money, but the Nothing thing is... compared to what Ray Kroc They made. never got any of the royalties that they uh, did the uh, handshake with. Oh, you're... They no, said it in right, the movie. Right, I, right. I'm going to assume it's true. Well, they ended up getting a buyout. Right. Well, because a lot of the profits came from the fact that Ray Kroc, and this was brilliant, was how he transferred it from a restaurant company to a real estate company. You know what? We're going to have a McDonald's podcast. We should, yeah. Because you know a lot. I've seen the movie. 
make like McDonald's. I I I make this joke a lot, but this is literally true. There's two types of people in the world. There's people that like McDonald's and the ones that lie about it, because it's the number one restaurant in the world. Like there's something. There. Dude, my girlfriend in high school, like she loves Subway. And I was just like, don't get me wrong, dude. I'd love getting a sweet chicken teriyaki. You know, that sweet onion sauce. It's good. Mm. Anyway, so I was I didn't get McDonald's a lot. And then one day I finally, <laughs> you know, got the courage up. <laughs> and it was like, uh, you want to eat McDonald's? She's like, yeah. And I saw her eat a cheeseburger for the first time. I was like, you are human. I was like, that's so hot. <laughs> so, but to get on topic, because this is probably going to be a long one. Which is why we're not going to record premium content tonight. That'll probably be next week. Indubitably. For those of you who don't know, we are now providing exclusive content on Acropolis News Network. That's theacropolisnews.com. There's no premium content on there yet, but you can catch our regular podcasts on there like always. But there will be exclusive content to Acropolis on there as well. Obviously, when that we'll make an announcement when the first of those episodes is aired. But for the moment... Also, just check the website anyway. Yeah, just check it out anyway. Is the link in the description still? Link is in the description. That's if you want to join Premium. There's tons of free content on the site as well, obviously. But So for Trump's grading, we're going to grade him in five categories. We're going to grade him on foreign policy, the economy, how presidential he was, mm. which that one's actually going to surprise you all coming from me, uh, how he was with militarily, and domestic policies. Militarily. Mm-hmm. That's a word. <laughs> okay. Militarily. Mm. Okay. All right. So foreign policy. Yeah, this is going to be a disaster. It's okay. So Trump is okay. First of all, what would you say your letter grade for porn? Porn for for porn policy, he gets an A plus. No, <laughs> Stormy Daniels thinks so. Actually, she probably gives him an F because she had to pay him. <laughs> so, what 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 letter grade would you give Trump on foreign policy? Well, considering I just got into politics in 2016, and I knew fuck all before that, because I'm only 35. People, I can just now run for president. That's true. It's not scary. By the way, we have a major announcement. <laughs> Running for president? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> more like, more like uh, hobbling for president. Yeah. Because that won't happen. No, they'd be like, "Who's this?" Guy? I am thoroughly unelectable. <laughs> in in yeah. all seriousness, I'm thoroughly unelectable because both sides would hate me. I think the general public would actually like either one of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the establishment would never let either one of us get past. Like we No, because the, they, they would be like, you make too much sense. We're too dangerous. You know, and, and uh, that's why you have crazy people who run and they get elected, you know, on both sides. Well, you know? the, the irony is how. You I wouldn't have had Trump if you, if you guys wouldn't have, uh, you know, been so just kept pushing, 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 pushing to the left. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's so funny how. My rewatching of South Park is coinciding with podcast topic because I rewatched the episode where Stan has to deal with voting and the candidate. It's it's when um, they can't be the South Park cows anymore, so they're voting for their new mascot, and it's between a shit sandwich and a giant douche. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Stan finally comes back from his exile after being with Peta, which that whole bit, Matt and Trey, just uh Chef's kiss. On They're that. geniuses. They are. They truly. And for as long as they've been doing it, that's that's insane. 
But then he comes back <laughs> and he votes, and then the the one he voted for got like fifty votes. The other one got like a thousand eighteen. So he lost anyway. Um. So to give you an answer, I would say probably like B minus C. I would I would give him a B minus. Yeah, because like everything went well. I mean, hell, he met with King Kim Jong Un. They were respectful. Nothing like crazy went down. And then, you know, like North Korea started talking with South Korea. You know, because America got involved pretty much. I mean, in a good way this time. That <laughs> not whole, not the, like the, you know Zelensky wanting to you know send our you know daughters and sons to die for them. I'm willing to. I haven't heard him actually say. I you know, and I'm wondering if that's a deep fake video. Well, not only that, somebody says it's real. I'm wondering too not because somebody, a lot of people. I'm assuming he was speaking Ukrainian in the video. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. Speak, I don't speak Ukrainian, so right. I, well, and not only that, there could be. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to register humor or turns of phrase in another language when it's not your primary language, because there are even when I'm speaking Spanish, I will make Spanish jokes that grammatically makes sense but it's not the way they would say it so it doesn't come across as funny it comes across as stupid or vice versa like somebody will tell me a joke in spanish and it'll be like i don't isn't that fun it doesn't it doesn't register to me but trump so b minus definitely uh yeah i well i I want to touch on a couple of things sorry i'm thumbing through my research so i mean hell he met with putin of all people well, the Kim Jong-un and Putin thing, which Trump got a little bit, he got more flack than he should have on it. Because, you know, his predecessor, Obama, um, temporarily lifted the embargo on Cuba and the travel ban on Cuba, which that was frowned upon by the other side for obvious reasons. And likewise, Trump talking to Kim Jong-un. I can see why some people would say, you know, don't legitimize him. But at the same time, what's your ultimate goal? Would you rather be right or would you rather have peace? Exactly. Well, and that's a legitimate question. And I think Kim Jong-un is an insane person. I don't think that's his fault. No, it's how he was raised. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he is an insane person. Um, And then also, Trump got flack for moving... Well, okay. So, I actually did read an article where... Of course, this was the left-leaning guy. But he said that Trump moved... The capital of Jerusalem from Tel—I mean, the capital of Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Well, and th- okay, so that's that's not. He accurate. just he just lifted it up. I know what he was. I know what they were trying to say, but what happened was Trump recognized he moved the recognized capital of Israel to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, and in doing so, moved the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now, depending upon where you're where you lie on that issue, that could have been a very good thing or a very bad thing. Obviously, in terms of, you know, I'm not going to say all Jewish Americans, but I would wager to say that a lot of Jewish Americans thought that was a good thing. Um, Obviously, Israel probably thought it was a good thing. I'm kind of out on it. It shows what I know. I thought Jerusalem was the capital of Israel, (laughs) like the recognized capital of Israel. So I learned something today. I, I knew that he had moved the embassy, but I didn't realize that was as big of a deal. And then, but one thing, Trump, Trump deserves a lot of credit on this. 
and I don't understand why he doesn't get more. The Abraham Accords, which essentially brokered peace deals between Jerusalem, I believe it was the UAE and Bahrain, and I'm looking for the uh, details that I have. But that is one of the best peace deals in the Middle East, certainly in our life, might be the best peace deal in the Middle East in our lifetime. And certainly, I mean, certainly in the history of conflict in the region, I would make that case. Had something to this. <laughs> oh, it's just some other things. <laughs> some other things that are worth mentioning. Uh, he withdrew the United States from the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which that was part and parcel with the trade war with China, which actually... Which, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I so this I really, really wish that I had... I think I did say this earlier, but I said it at work. Now, full disclosure, my job, my business, we import products, and almost everything used to come from China. When Trump put those tariffs into effect, everybody in my industry was freaking out. And I was the one who... It was calm at well, first. Well, in my circle, I was calm, but this is almost verbatim what I said. I said, this is going to suck for six to nine months, maybe a year. But after that, it's going to be fucking awesome. Because we're going to get all this manufacturing out of China. And I wasn't stupid. None of it came to the United States. But a lot of it went to Mexico. Like, a lot of it went to Mexico and countries like Vietnam and um, oh. Malaysia and South Korea took some of the flooring um, manufacturing. So a lot of these countries that have a huge labor force largely untapped, but particularly Mexico and two of the manufacturers that I work with moved all of their operation to Mexico. And both of them invested in a plywood factory where, they, I'm not even shitting you, they built a fucking city in Mexico. For people to live and work, essentially. And I said, this is going to be great. Because like this has got to be great for Mexico and the United States. Because labor is a little bit more expensive. Although that, that gap is um, it's not as wide now. Because Chinese labor costs have gone up. So labor is a little bit more. But transportation costs are cut by like a third. And it's funny. They, they built a fucking harbor in the Gulf. So they bring... I, like, this is insane. Why they didn't do this sooner, I have no idea. And this is great for the U.S. and Mexico because th this is what I, how I framed it out. And I said this to the guy, and he said, that's exactly what's happening down there. I felt so, I felt so smart. But I said, look, you want to stop people from crossing the border illegally in the numbers they have? Build up Mexico. Build up Mexico. Well, not only that, just give them alternatives. Because, look, if you're an 18-year-old kid in Mexico, you've basically got one legitimate prospect if you want to be rich or you've got to you come to the United States or you work for with the cartel however you make a lot more working with the cartel but you well, might die well and that's the case I made so they were they told me that the first day they opened up their office to have people interview there was a line around the building like around and going down the street your Tesla's possibly moving down to. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. It would. I mean, it would just work out. See, th but this is how you. This is how you. I, I'm convinced. This is how you defeat the cartel, because look, here's the alternatives. Like, 
they were telling me that their starting wage for this factory was three times the like average wage in Mexico, which I still think is like, I think it equates to somewhere around $10 an hour, but down there that's huge. And the way I saw it is like, okay, you're, you know, you're living in Mexico, you got family support, maybe you're a kid, you don't have a lot of skilled labor, but you can be trained here. You can get a good job where, yeah, you're probably not making as much as you would if you worked for the cartel, but you don't have to look over your shoulder every day. You don't have to worry about being arrested. Yeah. You just show up and do your shit. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, as a people, and I, like, somebody's going to take this the wrong way, but as a people, I don't know of many groups of people that work harder. Uh, no. Like, I mean. I, like, yeah, I mean, y- you know about it. Uh, I was a... Uh... Oh yeah, I was a project manager for a roofing company, and I'm telling you what, those guys. <laughs> I watched a guy carry three uh, separate things of shingles on his back, and like one of them is heavy, like heavy, heavy, heavy. And I was like, that dude, he's like five nine, he would knock any of us out. One hundred percent. Now I will say I've worked with some of those guys where they don't. Plus they're awesome. Some yeah, they are awesome. But somebody should really teach them work smarter, not harder. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Um, well, uh, back to uh, the foreign policy thing. I was going to ask you, uh, how do you feel about, uh, obviously we rejoined, but when we left the Paris Climate Accord? I don't know enough about it, for, but from what I gather, because that is on my list, it seems... We spent a lot of money on it. Uh, three... Do you have it on here? I do. Let me okay. find it. <clears throat> it was like quite a bit. We pledged... In which this was actually already. I, I don't. And we know pledged was, more than I don't know if else. it was. I don't know if it was paid in its entirety, but the United States would have earmarked three billion dollars for the Green Climate Fund. And from I did, I obviously didn't read the entire grant. I don't think anybody read the whole thing. But the only definitive responsibility I could find was that three billion dollars. It seemed like a lot of really broad agreements that weren't really going to do anything. It's basically a way for them to launder money. That's kind of the vibe I got. I don't know enough about it, honestly. Like, obviously, it's just an opinion, but it's just like... That's what it seemed like. It seemed like a way to just get money. Get money. So, based upon that, without having read the whole thing and having an understanding, I probably would have withdrawn from it, too. Um, And then you do have Trump's travel ban, which was... I mean, again, I don't, I, I don't have the, I don't have the intelligence. Some of them made sense, and and then, and then, at the same time, he didn't ban other ones that were bringing, you know, criminals in. Well, as well. so here's how he so based, he is, based, he based the seven countries that were. I don't know enough about it, so I can't. Give well, it so a, again, I don't like when I say I don't know. I didn't have the intelligence information that he had, and this is why I'm not very quick to judge things like this because the president has intelligence that. Nobody else has except for the people in the room, you know. But stay where you are. I just want to say one thing. Okay, um, <laughs> the one thing about Trump that everybody like does not see is they they think like he thinks that he's the best, the best of the best of the best, sir. But he just hires the best people around him. Debatable, but no, I'm just I'm saying because the thing is like I mean, the row comes to mind. Yeah. That, <laughs> I can't believe he hired her. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not trying to say every, every aspect. I'm saying he tries what he believes to be the best of the best of the best, sir. But everybody makes mistakes. 
to that, I would say Trump hired. Like, some, stop fucking attacking DeSantis, man. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Trump hired. Trump appointed some really good people, and Trump appointed some really stupid people, which I'm assuming were political favors. But so the seven countries that were identified, uh, or that were a part of the travel ban, were actually countries that were identified as uh, areas of concern under the Obama administration, and in fact. The Obama administration didn't have a travel ban, but they had travel restrictions, which was namely, among other smaller things. The big one was, so prior to the Obama travel restrictions, if you were a dual citizen, you had what was known as visa waiver travel, meaning like if you were a dual citizen of Iran and the United States, you didn't have to have a visa to come to the United States, mm -hmm. which in essence I agree with because citizens should obviously be travel but what this did was it got rid of that so let's say that you were an american citizen but you were also an iranian citizen you would have needed a visa to travel from iran to and be part of the screening process which to a certain extent i understand and again obama had intelligence information that i didn't have so but what trump did was he just did 120 day um oh sorry no Denied entry into the United States for people from Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen, and suspended refugee admissions for 120 days from those countries. So Until they could be vetted further? Well, it suspended it, period, for 120 days. The idea was, or at least they said, the idea was to get something put in place that would vet people quicker and more effectively. Um, I think this is one thing where... If the administration had really sat down and kind of explained where they were coming from, I don't think it would have been... Like, obviously, the hardcore left were going to hate it no matter what. And that's one thing you have to take Trump with a massive grain of salt. And we said this from day one. He was fucked from day one because the media already decided he was the devil. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a president except maybe... Well, maybe... Nixon? No, because that largely was after... Bill Clinton? Ah, the media loved Bill Clinton. They, they loved him. It's like, he gets high and gets blue. Jobs. I was about to say, maybe John Adams. Not since John Adams have we had a president that was more hated by the the media. But there were some pro-Adams newspapers out there. But, I mean, not for nothing. The Adams administration passed the Alien Sedition Acts, which made it illegal to speak ill of the president. So, I mean... Yeah, that's and what's really funny, I was reading a profile on John Adams where they listed that as his highlight. <laughs> really? Thank God we got away from that shit. I was like, that's the highlight. Thank you, freedom of speech. They they Thank gave you. him credit because he solved the domestic policy without resorting to violence. <laughs> He's the second president ever, and he's violating the First Amendment. Oh, he was the he was the he was the first social justice warrior. Well, not really. He just had a... Adams had, from what I can surmise, had a really... He had a drinking problem. Adams? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Samuel Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Different Adams, but... That was no, a joke, uh, by the uh, way. John Adams. I almost said Samuel Adams again. No, John Adams was a... John Quincy Adams. That was his son. Oh, damn. John Adams the first. John Adams High. Where's John Adams High? John Adams High School. Isn't that, isn't that in the Family Guy? Is it John Adams? What is it? I can't remember. I feel like it's something Adams, isn't it? I have no idea. Why? I'm probably just uh, confusing Adam West. Maybe, yeah. But then you also had Trump's 
See, th- and this is one that I think Trump got some undue credit for. Um, pres- Trump, when he was president had, in 2017, had ordered strikes against an air base in Syria after mm-hmm. a chemical weapons attack in Idlib, I believe. Now, Trump got some flack on this, but I remembered, and I thought, I, it, it's not funny, but I chuckled at the time, because under the Obama, when Obama was still president, this was in 2013. All the drone strikes? Well, no. Obama sought congressional, congressional approval for military intervention in Syria, but I thought, I chuckled when this happened, because Obama essentially came on TV and was like, we need to do something in Syria. And America was like, fuck off, Barack. We don't want no part of this shit. Oh, that doesn't sound familiar today, does it? No. Well, I. this is purely speculation. I think that's why Obama sought congressional approval on this one, because he would have had authority to <clears throat> uh, direct military operations in Syria if he'd wanted to. But instead, he sought congressional approval. Because of the chemical attack? Yeah, which I agree with. I think that the president should have congressional approval for military action, but he didn't have to do it. I think he sought congressional approval with the sole purpose of getting shot down so he could say, oh, shucks noodles, I tried. But, but nobody talked about it. I mean, I'm sure Ben Shapiro probably talked about it, but... He was doing that at that time. He was, he was just doing a CPAP, CPAC. The uh, what? What are they? Uh, to today's young future. Was he doing CPAC in 2013? I thought. When when did he get away from Breitbart and start Daily Wire? I want to say that was in like 2011, wasn't it? That wasn't really that long ago. It's only he's only uh, Daily Wire's only been around for like seven years. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's but. 2023, so <laughs> seven years ago, <laughs> it's 2016. But yeah, so I didn't finish my point about the China, the the Damn Chinese you. tariffs. Um, I was I'm actually a. And I don't normally agree with tariffs, but here, here's why. So a lot of libertarians have a problem with the word tariff, and I understand why. Because a tariff is all about creating inequality in the market. It's not a free market. However, I was for the China tariffs because China is not playing fair. So in a way, this is an, a leveling of the playing field to a certain extent. And plus, China is just, just gross, gross theft of intellectual property. They don't give a fuck. Like... To me, it just seemed like, and plus, I was just a big fan of that manufacturing getting spread around because, as we saw during the pandemic of the virus of unspecified origin that will remain nameless, um, there's a big problem when all when most of the world's manufacturing comes from one place. Huge problem, even outside of the scope of a pandemic. For example, when you have a place like China, let's imagine that, oh, they decide to shut down manufacturing for some stupid reason that they might actually do. Let's say computer chips. 